Melissa, let's start this podcast off like this. What do dreams taste like? Oh, cotton candy. Cotton candy? Okay. No, a dream sickle. Why would they taste sickle. like anything so, else? So, the, so the, a yeah, dream sickle what, is truth. What, do, so, what does truth taste like? I mean, they named, they wouldn't have called it dream sickle unless that was what a dream tasted like. I mean, yeah, but is it, does it have like a regular flavor or anything like that? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 202 of the Whatnots Captain's Log. My name is Kyle Springer and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, how yep. are you? I'm doing good. What's this question about? Well, do so, you have an answer? Do you have a take? So every week here on the Captain's Log, we thirst for the taste of Lela Legend. We Except do. for right now because i i have coca-cola dream world limited edition uh i i i am curious as to what this tastes like i it's supposed to taste like dreams oh well there's orange and white on the can the colors of a dream sickle it is a yeah like a like a sky blue can but then the design on it is almost this like MC Asher, uh, like minimalist drawing where there's these like doors or windows into other kind of portals or what have you. Um, Not upstairs. One of those small hands. Yeah. Uh, but it's a dream. So you can fly. Right. Like you don't need stairs. Um, but I wanted to taste this out we picked this up uh the the other day at the store and i was like why not let me let me let me me at least see what this tastes like are you there are you in the dream world we're dreaming now baby here we go oh yeah dream big uh dreams taste like failure no Uh, what (laughs) i don't I don't know what that tastes like, actually. It is a much subtler taste. It is kind of fruity. It's not creamy, though. Like, I expect a a dreamsicle to be still a bit creamy. Like, does that Uh make like a a cream soda? Yeah, yeah. You have a cream soda. I I don't think this has that same cream kind of flavor as like Mm -hmm. a cream soda or a dreamsicle. It's almost some kind of berry. We've done berry before. Wasn't Coke Starlight berry flavored or was the bottle just purple? I don't know. I don't think the bottle was purple. Was it? Well, the, well, the, 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 like the bottle themed? is clear. The bottle is clear. The Coke is Coke colored. I think the label was sort of like a purple cosmic image. So I thought it was berry flavored. It's not necessarily bare. Like I, I can't put my finger on it though. It is fruity of some kinds, but I don't know. So some kind of fruit, the fruit you dream of. Coca Cola Dream, Dream World. 
Okay, I'm going to look this up because you're not describing it to me in any way that I can figure it out with my right, mind yeah. mouth. Oh, hey, this is the, the, the first thing that came up. I typed in the word Coke and it, the first thing was Coke Dream World flavor. Uh, let's see. This is August 17th. Tasteofhome.com. Mm. Uh, from Gail Cooper. What? Uh, had any good dreams lately? Blah, blah, blah. No, I don't want notifications from Taste of Home. Go away. <laughs> How will uh, you know what home tastes like? Right. Um, Coke's been releasing Coca-Cola Creations flavors all years, including Coca-Cola Starlight, uh, which tastes like space. Spoiler, it's sweeter than Pixie Sticks milkshake. Oh, and a Pixie Stick milkshake. Um is dream world really dream flavor what, what so, so what what do you have an answer here gail come on gail <laughs> faster gail we're on a time clock here i looked up coke starlight and it is approximately raspberry flavored i think none of okay. them just have like it's a whole article i have to read several paragraphs i'm like just give it to me one bullet point what flavor is it right yeah it, it, it i think Gail kind of says the same thing. It's a fruity aroma, but can't quite nail it down. This is not helping, Gail. Ambiguously helping. fruity. Right. Uh, Sam is in the chat and wants to know, where's the Coca-Cola fandom wiki? Uh, there probably It's got to be out there. there, there we'll to get be. to it someday. But, uh, After we read every article on the Mountain Dew fan wiki, then we will go to the Coke fan wiki. <laughs> I just happened to have this one here, so I was like, why not? Uh, let's open let's it. See let's here. open the day with a soda. Have a go. beverage. Indeed. Melissa, we got a lot to talk about on today's episode. Uh, we don't have to go through all of the stuff that's on our notes. We can push some of that stuff to next week if we want to. Uh, our main thing is that this week... Uh, or I, I guess over the past two weeks, though, it was intended yeah. to be only one week. Uh, Melissa, you and I switched podcasts. Um, yep. It this was uh, an idea that you had a while back. And I was like, that's brilliant. Let's do it at some point. Uh, and then two weeks ago, I was like, let's do it. Mm. And then we had some technical difficulties to record last week. So we ended up skipping last week. All that stuff. But here we are right now um, to do that. Do you want to do that first or do you want to save that? For yeah. The end? No, this is the meat of the episode. We've waited okay, long enough, bud. It. Let's do Hell it. Yeah. Let's dive so right in. I pitched you this idea because for two people who have hosted multiple podcasts together for over yeah. four years, we don't listen to any of the same podcasts. We both Not have a really. fondness for audio dramas. But when it comes to non-scripted content, I don't think we really listen to anything that's the same. So I suggested that we trade subscriptions for a week. Yeah. So uh, we traded each other three episodes. You gave me an episode of Talking Comics and two episodes of Waypoint Radio because it releases uh, twice a week. Mm -hmm. And I gave you Podcast The Ride, Blank Check, and Comedy Bang Bang. Indeed. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
this was an interesting one. So I I, I have some notes that I took on my okay. phone as oh, I good. listened to them. Some observations and and stuff <laughs> like that. Uh, just so because I I also listened to my regular slate. So I, oh, I, me too. I don't know if uh, I was gonna say yeah. Like I don't know if you initially thought of like let's not listen to the ones and so oh no I can't back or anything. I couldn't live without this stuff. This is <laughs> this is my fuel. Like I, I don't know what way. a I don't know what a Sunday is unless I can listen to blank check. It's how I tell time. I was the same way. I was like, I I have to know what they're talking about on Waypoint Radio because yeah. I, I I want the details. I want all those conversations. Uh, so I'll go first. I'll 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 jump right in here to podcast the ride. Yes. This is one that you have mentioned uh, multiple times uh, that I've I've heard you say it. I always kind of make fun of the name being like podcast, the ride, the show, the podcast, uh, <laughs> the animated series. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, the musical. Um, <laughs> this is um, this is a comedy podcast about theme parks and theme park adjacent entertainment, such as yes. restaurants and malls. <laughs> And it, it has been one of my favorites for years. I am on, uh, I joined their Patreon and then I joined the additional level of their Patreon. So I get a bonus episode every week. That's Can't awesome. live without it. Uh, and I went to see them live in Chicago in like late 2019. I remember that. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I took notes on all of these. I only listened to the one that you gave me, but the one that was out that that week, it was them talking basically about their origins, like their theme park origin yeah. stories. Like, what is the thing like when you were young that like really stuck with you about some kind of theme park or was there a certain ride or attraction that has like yeah. just been really, really memorable since your childhood? Uh, and I have to say that podcast was actually fantastic. It was great. Great. Uh, I, I think it was a great one to jump in on not knowing yeah. these people and, and stuff like that. Because um, it was like, hey, what was the first thing? Right. Um, yeah. Uh, that worked out very conveniently that they're not talking about like a parking garage at Universal <laughs> Studios. They're talking about the episode is called, I think, The Parks That Made Us. And it's all their little regional theme parks from the towns they grew up in that like, you know, maybe they go on vacations to like Disney World or Universal. But this is like the more common every, you know, every couple months, every summer theme park exposure that made them into theme park people. Right. Yeah. Um, and it was actually really, really cool. I liked it a lot. Uh, I don't remember the host's name and which order they went in. Um, I know Jason went second. That's the only one yeah. that I remember that he went. Jason, that, that was his name. Yeah. Uh, I think it started with Mike. It, Mike in Chicago, Jason in Philadelphia, and then it ended with Scott in Southern California. I think okay. that's how it went. Uh, well, the person that went first, their memorable thing was Pirate's Cove. Uh, yeah. And they, they said that their, their favorite attraction at this thing, their favorite ride wasn't even really a ride. It was this UFO attraction, which was a strange <laughs> thing to see in a pirate themed uh, like theme park. Yeah. Right. Of like, why is there a UFO thing here? Uh, but you go in and it's basically just a video. 
yeah. is, is how he dis- described it. Um, it wasn't even like a cart thing that takes you through these things. It's just you go and sit down and watch a video. That was it. And for some reason, he loved it uh, and just thought it was the greatest thing when he was a kid. It must have been one of those things that made it look like they were yeah. taking off uh, in the thing, which in my mind then immediately went back to uh, the the Comedy Central show review uh, when he he went on <laughs> yeah. he, he went on the, on the thing to like I'm gonna go to space and it's it's just sc- screens that make it look like they're going there. Mm-hmm. Um, God is so funny though. Uh, but then he yeah he was talking all about the park and his experiences and memories. Uh, he mentioned eventually they got a Camelot expansion, so more of like uh-huh. a Knights of the Round Table kind of thing there. Uh, and then he also mentioned a party room nearby named Jumps and Jiggles. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. <laughs> yeah. So, there you go. Uh, moving right along, though, Jason, uh, his his theme park was Playland, uh, which is in the Jersey City Boardwalk. They eventually renamed it to Playland's Castaway Cove. So it also uh-huh. had like a pirate themed um, thing. And they had a mascot. It was Captain Sebastian and his parrot, Chief. Um, so they had that. There was apparently a fire uh, at yeah. this theme park in January of 2021, which uh, completely de- 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 damaged the park. They ruled it as faulty equipment. Uh, but it, he like in his deep dive to go learn, like I liked that one park that one day in his own research, he learned a lot about the park that he didn't know, uh, which was that originally it was named Bingham's Kitty Rides or something like that, like Bingham's Kitty Rides, um, and that the hangar that a lot of this stuff was housed in was originally used in the 1939 world fair cool so there you go that's Playland. um now the weird thing for me is as much as i enjoyed this podcast i don't remember anything about the 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 (laughs) stuff and i didn't write anything down like it was one of those things of like i was waiting to like let me at least like take a note to like be like oh i thought this was funny or interesting or or stuff like that and not to say that like the the person's description like i was i was still super enjoy enjoying it but i just Mm -hmm. never wrote anything in particular down for this last one so that kyle i didn't write down anything you showed up here way more prepared than (laughs) i did and I got to tell you, Podcast the Ride is a show about unnecessary research. So, like, you are truly emulating the boys tonight. They've rubbed go. off on you. There you go. Uh, so do, do you want to alternate between them or do you do you want me to just? Oh, yes. I, I have. Oh, my a, God. Yes. Like we need to do that. Blank check. Um, no, we need to do that because then we'll. For comedy I, bang bang. Oh, I would love for us to end with comedy bang bang. Okay, sure. <laughs> Let's end it with a bang. Sure thing. Uh, so you had me listen to let's uh let me go through both of my episodes of Waypoint Radio at once. 
Let's sure. start there. So you had me listen to Waypoint Radio, which you had me listen to or you suggested that I listen to before. You'd never like assigned it to me. But there's uh, a podcasters we know in common who were on this show. I think you mm-hmm. like maybe like when Yellow Jackets first came out and we were watching it. You're like, oh, there's a really good discussion about it. that show on this. So I listened to that part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was going to say, I don't know if I would recommend this podcast to you just in general. Uh, like you, Melissa, because um, I don't think it's exactly your speed since it's mostly video game stuff but they they get into all sorts of things and i think the two that you happen to listen to happen to be like atypical episodes um for what they 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 normally do on that uh so that was interesting but waypoint radio is my current favorite podcast um they it it is a video game podcast uh a bunch of them are ju- ju- journalists uh and they are very well articulated on a lot of stuff uh mm-hmm. in ways that i find it re- really fascinating to hear them talk about things that i don't understand what they're talking about um as you'll you'll mention here in a sec one of them was on warhammer 40k Mm-hmm. And, and you at at first you messaged me was like i don't know if i'm gonna listen to that one because it's about warhammer 40k and i don't think you're okay. gonna listen to that one okay yeah that was my idea like i was not trying to weasel out of it i right. just thought i don't think if i don't think kyle would listen to this our, our assignment this week is to sort of behave the way the other person would behave so i'm like you would probably skip this right and then you're like no, I listened to it. And I'm like, oh, dang, I got to listen to it now, too. Thing is, I was in the same boat as you. I know nothing about Warhammer. I know nothing about Warhammer 40K at all, period. So to, to, to hear them talk about this stuff and just deep dive into all of that, I always just find it fascinating just to be able to hear them talk about something so passionately uh, that they really enjoy. Um, so, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. There was a whole episode just about Warhammer 40K, which was a name I knew. I've been in comic book shops. I knew it was a tabletop role playing game, though. I couldn't mm-hmm. tell you what the genre and flavor of the thing was. I, If you showed me a pile of images and told me to point to which one is Warhammer 40K, I couldn't. I just knew the name. So I, I had no idea it spun off into so many like books and video games. Oh, yeah. No idea that this franchise was so expansive. So it was eye opening in that regard. And I liked hearing all of them in their origin stories with how they found this thing. And one of them was like, we had a school assignment to like cut pictures out of magazines and make a collage. And some kid in my class had like a gaming catalog that he brought in. And it was the first time I saw anything. And I had no idea what it was. And it was years before I learned that there was more things beyond just what was listed in that catalog. Right. <laughs> uh, so, so that was one episode was the Warhammer one. And then the but the first one I listened to was an interview with Adam Caton Holland. Uh, no, sorry, Adam Conover. Um, who were both people I've heard on, on comedy podcasts interviewed before. I've heard Adam Conover. Adam Conover oh, cool. is a solid guest. Uh 
Uh, they talk mostly about the the Warner Brothers Discovery merger, which I've had to hear like so many different podcasts cover it's over and news. over again. It yeah. is, it is, but it's like I ca- I can't be in this headspace for too long. It stresses me out. But they had a lot of fun other discussions. Like apparently, um, then we dig into the games Adam's been playing recently. And his recent obsession with CRT TVs. I loved that part of the conversation. That was really fun for me about how he's into vintage, um, you know, vintage video games, you know, like late 80s, early 90s video games. And how that stuff was designed for CRT televisions. Like it's designed for that sort of blur and like halo you get with that Mm -hmm. pixelation. And when you play these games, even on the historic equipment, if you play them on a modern screen, it, it doesn't look the same. It doesn't look as it was intended to look. So there's apparently a huge market out there for these gaming enthusiasts that are trying to get really high quality uh, m- like TVs and monitors of that time period. And he talks about how the best monitors to get are like production, like TV production monitors. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, he had it's to like wild. get. Yeah, get some back-end deal with, like, some company that was closing that did, like, post-production or something to get one of their monitors. Like, that's the best stuff. And I love that really specific search for something that's, like, no average person thinks about. And maybe you think, oh, yeah, like, my the Zenith TV my parents had when I was a kid. If I could have that back again, that would be great. No, beyond that, we're going into, like, non- home consumer equipment to get the best possible <laughs> like NES experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um the, the the whole like comic book nerd collector stuff like that extends into video gig games that extends into like re- re- retro tech and and stuff like that for just these yeah for uh, weird reasons for I I like to play old video game reasons for just all sorts of things most people don't even think about um, yeah which is really really neat um but yeah i i I really enjoyed both of the discussions about Mm. the the hbo max discovery stuff uh because i think a lot of podcasts really only like went into it in terms of like oh no they canceled Batgirl, they're probably going to mm. ca- cancel a lot of our favorite things. Boohoo, that's sad. Uh, and like, that's it. But like, since these guys are jur- 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 journalists mm. and have worked in that industry and, and stuff like that, they have a really, really nuanced discussion yes. ab- about like what is happening? Who are the players? What does this mean? Uh, and I, yeah, like I just a lot of the stuff that they talked about in that when it came out two weeks ago has now started to happen two or three weeks after right it's just like ah man yeah they know how these things go uh they they were on the nose with that Mm -hmm. um and then in the warhammer 40k uh thing the thing that i think you wouldn't be aware of but was interesting is that Mm -hmm. uh I know that one of your favorite MCU properties is Guardians of the Galaxy, right? You're a big, uh, big Guardians fan. Uh, 
one of the major writers of the Guardians comics, who I believe ah. also helped to consult on the recent Guardians of the Galaxy video game, is Dan Abnett, who is also one of the like major Warhammer like lore writers. Uh, Ooh, like wow. he, he he has a wealth of knowledge on all that stuff. So he is one of the people that they mentioned in that podcast. And I, I was like, oh, I bet you Melissa won't make that connection. I uh, didn't. But, Thank you. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that, that stuff is neat. I like the the only similar thing I've gotten into, of course, is like. I have those couple of Gundams that are right oh, back there. Yeah. And there's all this like I, Warhammer like mini figurines that you can paint and stuff like that. And I just I, I have no interest. The yeah, these are my n- nerd walls where it's things that I like respect that people are into. I admire that they're into it. And like if I had a person in my life who was in a Warhammer. Like if I went on a date with a guy or like, you know, I found out one of I, I'm at a Christmas party and I found out one of my cousins got really into it since last Christmas. Like if I had a personal stake in it to where I know somebody who's into it, I would be a little bit more open to learning more about it. But when it's like several guys who I don't know, who I just heard, I can't handle like a topic I don't know and hosts I don't know. So I right. listened to it and I got some interesting stuff out of it, but. Yeah, not for me. I I, I yeah, got the sort of feeling that I get when you like talk about Gundams too hard. Like I just glaze <laughs> yes, over and I exactly. stare in the middle distance. But exactly. No, uh, the the main episode. Uh, I like the structure of it. I like that you've got this long. And I don't know how frequently they do interview episodes. But like there was this long sprawling conversation that's both about a topic of the time and you know the personal things about the guest's life. I love the diversion into the CRT television. And then they ended the episode with a fun like question grab back. Like it's it's a well structured and enjoyable show. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, they don't like the Warhammer deep dive. They had a number of guests on that one, so that's why that one was atypical. Um, mm. They don't usually do that, and I think on, but well, I, I, I guess. Patrick Klepek was on the HBO discussion. He was on that one. Um, But uh, yeah, it was it was just I got into those things of like you probably heard like one or two of them on there, but you probably heard just as many people who like aren't on the show (laughs) on those ones. So it's interesting for sure. And it it takes me like. Maybe like five episodes of listening to a podcast to really hone in on like everybody's voices and then I like tell yep. them apart as to, like I know when a separate person is talking now, but just to remember, okay, that voice is this guy, and like these are the you know he's the one who works this job and he likes these things. Like it, it takes me a while to settle into. Okay, I'm getting to know these people. I couldn't do it in just two episodes for sure. Yeah, um, blank check. Yes. We'll Blank check with one. Griffin and David, uh, a podcast about directors filmographies. Right now they're talking about early Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. Uh, so Blank check is one that I have heard just in general pop culture. It is probably one of the most recognizable, the most popular podcasts oh. out there. Um, 
but I've never. I'm happy actually... you've heard about it so many times oh, yeah. from people besides me. Oh yeah, no that that is a like big one. Uh, it, huh. it, it is a very popular podcast indeed. Uh, Griffin Newman, of of course, has made an appearance. Uh, in one of the shows that we watched for the review show, he was in the tick. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we got to cover that. Uh, the first time that I, besides watching the tick, the first time that I ever actually heard him on a podcast, I believe he was on Min Max. The Min Max mm. podcast, which would have been the one I would have given you if you had been like, yeah, can I not do the Warhammer 40K one? <laughs> um, it is also a video game podcast, but he went on that one specifically because he is a huge fan of the Lego video yes. game. Yes, yes. Uh, and it, they just they're big fans of the blank check podcast uh, on min max or at least the host is and was like, I want to get Griffin Newman on the show to talk about Lego podcast like video games. Uh, and he did. And it was delightful. It was so entertaining. Um, um, I want to say there's a, a there's a video game podcast called Get Played. That I mm -hmm. really like the host, so I'll listen to that sometimes when they've gotten Ooh. interesting episodes. Uh, and they just had David Sims on, the other co-host of Blank Check, to talk about his video game history and to talk about the world of Tron. There you go. Good stuff. That's a fun one. So this episode from Blank Check, uh, they were talking uh, about Stanley Kubrick, as you mentioned, I actually forget which movie they were talking about. Oh, because the see. interesting this thing one was the, the, the interesting thing about this show is that their conversation is so meandering and it's not yeah. like it's yeah. not it's not just a review of like we watched this and here's our our thoughts and here's our review and this scene was good and the acting was bad and uh, you know here the the end, right? Mm. It, they they go like the thing that I wrote down here is they go from uh, Kubrick in general to just like t talking about him to their thoughts on method acting to Scorsese to Adam Sandler and Big Daddy and so much more. But like going into a podcast about. Uh, I don't know if it was like The Shining or something. Oh, like oh it, it no, was like, you'd remember uh, if it was The Shining. Uh, they were talking about The Killing, which the is killing. Uh, okay. Kubrick's third movie. And I think it's his first like canonical movie. It's his first movie that he considers a real movie that he made. Sure. And the and the guest was Patton Oswalt. Yeah. And, and like the the thing is, like, I just wasn't expecting the conversation to go the places that it, it did and went to like they almost could have not watched the movie and just yeah. had the conversation anyways um which which i i liked and i enjoyed a lot, lot and they had a lot of great things to say and then yes as you uh briefly mentioned just a second ago they did have a guest uh, on the show, and it was Patton Oswald, who is always just d d d delightful. Yep, he's fantastic, all star. Yeah, um, he's he's good in everything that he's in. He's just man, he's he's a 
delight to to watch on screen. He's a delight to follow on social media. He just <laughs> he, he just seems like a good person. Yeah, and it was a, a special treat to have him on blank check because he they mentioned he's the star of a movie they've previously covered on blank check. Yeah. One of the directors they talked about a couple of years ago was Brad Bird and maker of Ratatouille. There you go. Indeed. Indeed. Um, that's all I kind of have to say on that one. It was kind of <laughs> what I expected of like, oh, they, you know, they're watching all the movies of this director. And here's the conversation they have after they've watched this one. Right. Mm. Um, I, I enjoy, enjoyed it a lot. I think it's fantastic. So it's one of my favorites. I listen to every episode, even if I don't really know the director or the or the film at all. They play this game at the end of every episode called the box office game where mm, yeah. uh, David will give Griffin the clues as to the top five movies in the box office the week that this movie was released, whether or not it actually placed in the top five in the box office. Sure, just yeah. These limited clues. Griffin has to guess what it is. And I really like the angle of the show. I like the approach. There's podcasts that are about good movies and there's podcasts that are about bad movies and the scope of blank check is just all movies and so frequently they're talking about these really mediocre forgettable films and trying to and, and talking about the couple things about them that are worth remembering yeah they yeah, it's a really good. interesting uh i've learned so much i feel like i'm a much more uh thoughtful and, and knowledgeable f- film viewer since i've started listening to blank check absolutely my podcast start is kind of similar. I I would listen to a podcast called Out of the Fridge. Um, mm. That it was a. I mean, it's it's what we do on the review show. It's the <laughs> exact same thing, um, but they only covered comics. And just week in and week out, I listened to that show religiously, even if I hadn't read the book or I've never mm-hmm. heard, 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 heard of it or I n- never planned on ch- checking it out. I just was like, oh, man, I I like their d- 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 disc. D- I enjoy their discussions on all of that, that stuff. So I completely understand j- the like, hey. Even if I haven't seen the movie that they're talking about, um, you know, still just ch- checking it out and using that to hopefully further your own d- discussions yeah. on stuff like that. So cool. Good stuff. I want to say also that when I was down in Oklahoma City visiting you Sunday night, you know, we, we'd had our, our final dinner. We'd said goodbye. I was going back to my hotel room to like, relax and prepare to leave the next day and I had a little bit of time to actually enjoy the hotel pool and That's when cool. I went down there I was alone nobody else was there and it was like later in the evening it was like eight o'clock and I'm like oh if I'm alone I'm gonna play a podcast so I listened to that day's new blank check which was about Stanley Kubrick's like early films sure and so I'm just floating around this best western pool alone <laughs> at dusk watching the sunset out the window <laughs> listening to them talk about early Kubrick films. Amazing. Amazing. It was very serene, very relaxing. Great way to cap off a vacation. Indeed. Uh, well, before we continue, let's take a quick break for some yeah. housekeeping. Uh, and when we come back, we will uh, do the second half of these podcasts that we switched and traded 
Uh, so we will be right back. We put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make. And yes, we make multiple different shows here at The Whatnots, and we'd love it if you check them all out. You can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, patreon.com slash The Whatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at the $3 tier. You can also get a shout out and a thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash the whatnots. And we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you'd like to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, go to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. And we are back. A big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. Uh, we thank you a lot. It means a ton to us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Cool things. Thank that you. We have been up to. Uh, Gamescom has just started. Uh, this is a big video game convention held out in Germany every year. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it is the largest one in the world. Um, that got started this week. There's all kinds of presentations and showcases and new trailers and stuff like that. Uh, so we got to talk a bit about that on Crossplay this week. Uh, but it will be continuing, so you will hear more about it next week on Crossplay as well. Um, so be on the lookout for that. On the review show this coming week, uh, we are about to finish discussing Fringe. Uh, yeah. The fifth and final season. We've been watching that for the past couple months. Um, it is a sci-fi TV show, very si similar to the X-Files, uh, but... Uh, goes in a much different direction and we have finally mm -hmm. uh seen the fifth and final season and that's what we will be talking about this weekend but keep on uh keep your eyes peeled because in september we always do yeah! shame timber on the yep. review show uh in which uh we each t t take a a week and pitch things that are on our list of shame uh so first up on my list of shame, I have never seen the Godfather trilogy. I've never seen any of them. Uh, so that is one of the things that I pitched. That's the one you, you Melissa, picked. Yeah. Uh, because you have also not. I haven't not seen it either. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this worked out perfect. We will rectify our mistake of not having seen the Godfather trilogy. Uh, and we mm. will start that at the start of September. So. Uh, good fun with that. And of course, our reactions to She-Hulk, we recorded them uh, just before we were recording this podcast. So our reactions to one and two uh, will go up as one big podcast uh, up on our YouTube page, as well as the Reactor Core feed. Uh, so there you go. You guys can get that as a podcast as well. There you go. That's our housekeeping uh, for this week let's get back to uh, trading podcasts yeah pod swap and first <laughs> pod swap operation pod swap 
Uh, you also had me listen to Talking Comics, which is a general comic book discussion show. They talk yeah. about news. Uh, they they all bring their the what they've been reading lately to the table, and I really enjoyed this one. Good, this was a fun. great conversation. There's a lot of stuff that went over my head, but there were other things that intrigued me enough that like I added stuff to my review show pitch list. Like, oh, I'm going to check these things out. This, I got a lot out of this show. Good stuff. Yeah, this is also kind of my comic book or like podcast origin. <laughs> um, when I moved out, so I, I in college, I took a year off of school. Uh, I moved back in with my parents, but my parents had moved out to Texas at the time. Um, so I, I moved out there to Texas with them for a year and some change. Uh, and I ended up in a job where I was working on a computer. I could have my headphones in, but I couldn't like goof around on the internet and check Facebook or Twitter or stuff mm. like that. Uh, so podcasts was the way I could like keep up with news. And at the time I was really only kind of aware of like Kevin Smith and his like nerdy oh, yeah. podcast. Uh, I liked his fat man on Batman podcast. Uh, mm. Back in the day, he right now, I think he's still making that show. He's now making it with Mark Bernardin. Um, mm. I, I have to admit, I kind of lost interest in the show uh, once they changed the format uh, to, 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 of of no fault to Mark coming on the show. But it used to be an interview ah. show where he would where where Kevin Smith would interview someone who um has worked on some kind of Batman media whether it be a movie or a TV show or a comic or a video game or something like that and talk about their like Batman origin story of like how did you discover Batman like what does Batman mean to you like all of that stuff and it was fantastic um and then they they changed it up to be more of a like weekly comic book news show and i was just like all right okay mm -hmm. um but at, i was also like well yeah i i do want my weekly like comic book news how do i get that if i can't go check comicvine.com or all the <laughs> all that stuff uh and so i searched around for comic book podcasts and talking comics quickly became like my like this was the podcast that i listened to religiously like the first one that i had that like every every week i had to listen to that show um and the hosts have changed a number of times uh new people have come on some of them have left some of the old ones have left uh there there is still some of them the ones from from back in the these 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 the start uh some of them have changed steve say who was the host of the podcast now he was one of the co-hosts uh back in the day bob ryer who was also on the the one that you got to listen to he's been there since the start or since close to the start i believe I'm not sure when they all came on exactly um but last year you and i also got to interview stephanie cook uh, she yes. is a former host of that show. Uh, so it, it was nice when we got to talk to her and be like, I, I listened 
you on talking <laughs> comics. It was great. Um, uh, and I got yeah. to hear of Stephanie for the first time. Uh, she was a delightful interview. And yeah. I really enjoy her new podcast, The Caper Cast, which is all about heist films. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, so, yeah. Talking comics. What was some of the stuff that that interested you the most or what was some of the stuff that you were just like, I have no idea what they're talking about here. <laughs> um, They talked about Webtoon, which I wasn't familiar with, but some of the titles they mentioned were very intriguing. I put them on my long list to go check out. Yeah. Yeah, that is a like the web comics app you can get on your phone or tablet uh not stuff that i'm super familiar with i haven't checked it out but there are a few of those apps that are very very popular and Mm -hmm. dc comics especially has started to uh try and like what if we put out a book on web tunes and what if we did this just to see right um so they are they are exploring that format and even on the like dc universe infinite and the marvel unlimited apps where you can read all of their comics marvel has these like infinity comics where are ones that like continuously scroll oh up. yeah so that's kind of what i imagine most of those web tunes are it's ones you just scroll vertically um, but I have not dived into that, but them kind of investigating webtoons is still a fairly recent thing for that podcast. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe you want to check it out and maybe read one and see if it's possible pitch material in, yeah. in the future. I also liked hearing about Parker Girls, which is the new series from the author of Stranger in Paradise. That's Terry Moore, correct? C- correct. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I read we read Strangers in Paradise like in the first couple weeks of the review show. It's like over four years ago. I no longer remember specific details about Strangers in Paradise, but I remember that yeah. I really liked it. And I liked hearing about what this uh, creator is up to now and like what this story could possibly turn into. Indeed. Yeah, he's in. He's a creator that is always like he, he, he writes and draws and inks all all his own books. And then his wife is his publisher. Like she has a ah. company to publish his stuff specifically. Um, so th- th- they're a husband and wife team that that put out their their own stuff. And it, it's always just fantastic. Neat. The art is incredible. Um, yeah. Good stuff. Good mm-hmm. stuff from Terry Moore. They also mentioned a series called Love Everlasting, which intrigued me because it seemed like it was a take on the classic, you know, romance comics, the things that are blown up into Roy Lichtenstein paintings. Like, I never want to talk to Brad again. Uh, single oh, it's, tear. It's right. <laughs> yeah. Anything where a woman has like the back of her hand up to her forehead. <laughs> that genre of comic. Yes. It's that, but it's got the sort of Twilight zone twist where the characters find that they're like stuck there. Like they become aware of and their surroundings. They become aware of the yeah. genre they're in. Uh, and they mentioned it was illustrated by, is it Elsa Chartier? Chartier, who, yep. who we've encountered before, who just illustrated some issues of Starfire that we read a couple weeks ago. 
And uh, from what I've seen of her artwork, she sounds like such a good match for that subject. Absolutely. That's, <laughs> so Absolutely. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look for that title in the future. Once some of these it's, things like collect enough issues to be of pitch length, I want to come back to them. That's the thing that that book just got started. Uh, so oh. like is, issue one is out. The issue two, I don't know when it's supposed. I don't, I don't know if it's out now or will be out this next month. Uh, but the guy that writes that is Tom King, who wrote The Vision. Yes, yes. Uh, that we did yes. with that. Yeah, we've done that on the show. He's one of my favorite creators. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that, that's one that I've had my eye on too. Um, yeah. So lots of good stuff that they have on yeah there. lots of interesting i don't like, oh, i read this book and oh i read that book and yeah i i really like that round table format i like that they also had again like sort of a question and answer period where they're like pineapple on pizza how do we all feel <laughs> that one to me was kind of an eye roll moment to me it was like I, I feel like steve missed this years ago when this was like the big discussion <laughs> thing and just discovered God. it now like you guys it's, were arguing about that but yeah it, it was still good I, I, good fun i, I like the concept that they do like bring a question there that's not related to anything that they all get to weigh in on and have playful arguments about but yeah, yeah i Sure. I'm out there on the dating apps. Every third guy has to tell you how he feels about pineapple and pizza. Yep. Indeed. Um, yeah. I, I, I still don't know enough about comics for me to listen to like a comic book podcast or watch a comic book show and like consistently feel like I know what they're talking about to have enough knowledge that I'd stay engaged. But it was neat to listen to this and hear them mention so many creators that we have encountered before on the review show. Yeah. Like, okay, I don't know a lot about comics, but I do know who Terry Moore is. Yep. Indeed. <laughs> um, Bob Ryer. Like, I, I know you said that mm. it, 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 it t- t- takes you a bit to suss out who's who yeah. on the show, so you won't be as familiar with him. Uh, Bob Ryer is fantastic. Uh, he is a he's an older gentleman uh on the show and god his comic book knowledge is like he he could be the archives for the the the, the she hulk like law firm that they just have all of these back issues but he has been reading like the fantastic four since they they got started basically um and like he is on this show week in and week out uh the some of the creators who've who've written uh like captain marvel and all of these like they they know him and like when when they see him at cons they're all just like hey bob it's great to see you um he's fantastic he he keeps up like he's 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 in step with these like much much younger Mm -hmm. that's good uh and yeah he's he's absolutely a delight and is just like i'm (laughs) consistently just astounded in how much he knows of like oh it was this year it was this issue and they did this i'm just like how oh my god like how do you remember this stuff this is amazing (laughs) so great great show if you are a comic book fan or mm-hmm. want to start getting into them because that's also my advice yeah. for comics in general like sometimes the best thing to do is just jump in 
Like you might not understand everything that's happening at the start, but you'll start to pick up enough so that when the next arc does start, you'll you'll be like, okay, I feel like I know a bit and I can go from there and you'll just build and build and build. And that's kind of the same thing with this show. Like it's a good one to follow week in and week out if you are interested in comics and learning more about them because they will introduce you to new new books and they will talk about them in a way that could interest you or warn you from not picking it up or who knows what but uh yeah good show nice and finally comedy bang bang (laughs) comedy bang bang uh so again this is also like one of the biggest podcasts in the world i had heard about this one uh from multiple multiple sources never actually checked it out i've not been super into like stand-up comedy or improv or stuff like that so even just the the concept of okay it's a comedy podcast they sometimes bring on people to interview sometimes they have characters that these people are playing there's kind of lore to this whole thing but it's (laughs) improv but it's it's like it's it's an interesting concept i like i like Mm. i really really enjoy the concept it's not a show that i see myself getting into at all in that mm. sense it's, it's a lot it it can be a lot I, I i think and i i think this show the one that i listened to specifically was perfect timing because they had yeah. on uh, tatiana maslali uh who is the star of she hulk um and it i mean it was a lot of fun they did kind of do an interview it was fairly shallow if i had to say That's, but which is normal i will say that the interview portion is very jokey <laughs> like there's a, like sometimes it is a little bit more sincere and the guest is always like on the same page with as the host scott ackerman to yeah sure. i know this is going to be like a shallow interview you're going to give me these joke questions and you're going to joke right. off of what i'm saying uh, yeah, it's not a good There's interviews in it, but this is not an interview genre exactly. Of show. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, because when I mean, we listened to it, what, a week ago and they they, yeah. they mentioned something about Daredevil being in there and they, they're like, I don't know if we're allowed to say if he's in the show. It's like he's been in the trailer. The, the, tra- the tra- trailer has been out. So yeah. I don't know if this was a case of they recorded this a while back. And yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, Comedy Bang Bang has been on tour. I Ah. the night before I drove down Oklahoma City, I went to go see them live. Uh, I saw Scott Ackerman and Paul F. Tompkins uh, and and Dan Lippert and Carl Tart. And it was wonderful. But yeah, so because they were doing this tour, they did a bank a lot of episodes a while ago i've I've been able to tell that from what we've been listening to yeah that's that's what i figured that that it it was something i'm just like because they were cagey and it was like it's been out for weeks like i don't know like you would think that they would know that daredevil's in the trailer uh but yeah um it was fun it was interesting it kind of went off the rails by the end they all do yeah (laughs) uh which 
I have to say lost me like that's like as it started to get more and more outrageous and ridiculous as much as I was having fun with it. I was also checking out a little bit more <laughs> and just being like, OK, there's really nothing of substance here. So I well, there's, it's, still, it's still fun, though. Like that's that's a there's content. <laughs> There's substance there if you're like me and you're a big improv dork. Yes. Like there is a uh, an, an interview with Tatiana Maslany for like 15 minutes at the top of the show. And she's been on the show several times before. Her and her co-star Christian Brune from Orphan Black like listen to the show and their trailers. And they she, really liked it. They've been on there before together. She fit right in and was just like, I yeah. know what to do here. We're exactly. just going to make voices. We're going to make jokes. We're going to have fun. Yeah, it's great. And then Paul F. Tompkins comes on playing. Uh, he was Brock Lovett, the treasure hunter. <laughs> oh, no, 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 was, no. That's who he played in this live show. I went to go see. No, he plays a man named Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan and they're like, oh, Kenobi. like the Star Wars character. And he's like, I don't know what that is. I don't know yeah. on a TV. I've never seen Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. This show, the the actors will come on playing these regular characters. Like he's played Brock Lovett, Wet Treasure Hunter, like half a dozen times. And they build up the lore of Brock Lovett, Wet Treasure Hunter. But then he'll still come on and invent these entirely new characters that are just like, here's a silly name and like a really silly one sentence premise. I'm just going to go in there and I'm going to see what Run happens. With it. Yeah. Which I. Right. Like, so, so I, I think that's fantastic because I like even though I'm not super into the whole improv scene, like, man, you, you if you if you hit the, the right buttons, it, it can be gold. It, it's yes. just goodness gracious and like i've i've been to a like a local improv show once in my life and it, 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 even that stuff like these unknown people just look if they if they just get the right stuff it can be gold uh mm -hmm. and it, yeah it's so it it i i feel like the show if you're on the fence can kind of be exactly that it's like it's gonna be hit or miss like there might be some yeah. things in there that are just god this is great laugh out loud you, you you'll 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 be in, in stitches uh and then there's some stuff it's just like okay this, this is getting a little little ridiculous here guys. rain <laughs> it in rain well, it in <laughs> no they're not allowed to rain it in that's not what the show is about it's not that kind of show uh, and then I want to say that the third guest, it's an improviser named Caitlin Riley, who I'm not sure if I've heard before. Uh, she comes on playing like this Hollywood starlet. This is very much like, uh, the, like um, coked uh, out the Hollywood. Yeah, fully like the <laughs> the Judy Garland style. Yeah, like 1950s at the 30s, latest. 40s, yeah. 50s. Yeah. And, and she's just like this starlet who's there to promote her work, but she seems like entirely unstuck in time. And she's like, well, I haven't slept in 36 hours, but I'll tap dance for you if you want, sir. <laughs> and they start unraveling her, her backstory and how she's like, they're like, I don't know if anything that this lady is saying is adding up. How old is she? Like, is she very old or is she like a contemporary lady who's like, thinks she's a starlet from the 40s and she's there like looking for her mom and Tatiana then at the end it turns out being her mom right, right? like, <laughs> like <laughs> it is uh very very silly but that's what yes. this show is it is uh 
an interview that then dives off the rails. And there's frequently episodes that have no real people in them. It's just (laughs) improv characters. And those are even more unhinged. There will be actors on there playing several characters at the same time. Like Andy Daly from Review. Mm -hmm. He has... He's been on the show for years. He's one of the all-stars. He has a litany of characters. So whenever he comes on, you are talking to like 10 different people who are weaving in and out of a story together. And, and see, that that I think is one of the most exquisite things about that show, right? Is that it they is do exquisite. have this yes. lore built up that is... Like the only record of it is go listen to the podcast, right? Yeah. Like, that like you like those actors have to remember what they said, or the the hosts have to remind them in the midst of them doing improv, and it's most likely instead of correcting them, it's just how do we incorporate that, right? It's the yeah. it's the yes and um, yeah, but like that is. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. I, I, I think that is one of my favorite things about another show that I am watching right now with my girlfriend called Nichi Jiao. It's an oh. anime. Um, I think it's hilarious. It's a slice of life story about this town. Uh, these young kids in in school. Uh, there's another character who's young but she's also like a super smart scientist and has made a robot to take care of her but it's just these these stupid little sketches from around this town and the interstitials between each skit is like is almost like a security cam footage but it's not it's just like here's a still scene of a walkway by a bridge near a park and it's just this mm. like serene See, it's like still life of this town. Maybe someone will walk into frame, but that's it, right? But these these skits that they do just start out as maybe the most mundane things. Like, oh, we have a quiz, and uh, the teacher likes to draw these little pictures on the quizzes to help uh, make it a little more entertaining and less daunting. And then the skit devolves into this, like one of the students speaking up and be like, Oh, I really like your drawings. Maybe I could do one next week. And then they'll, the teacher will be like, yes, but she says that with an earshot of another student who actually does draw and is very, very good. So when this student that originally asks does their picture and it's really bad uh she like is like "Mm, i'm the artist and it just starts to like devolve into this contest of like that's not a cool character this is a cool character and they you know do something like i'll do the thing next and it just goes on and on and it's ridiculous and it it just devolves into this train wreck of just like this is the stupidest thing i've ever seen it's wild (laughs) Um, and yeah, like that, that it reminds me of comedy bang, bang. And then just as you start to see these characters in these separate corners of this town, maybe you'll see one of them walk by in the background yeah. of a scene. And it's just like, oh, that like there's this connection right. here. Like you start to feel like, you know, yeah, this the the the, the ins and outs of this town. Uh, and I'm sure with comedy bang bang it's like ah 
this character. Right. Oh my god, he finally got to to, to interact with this other <laughs> fictional yeah. character in there. How crazy is that? Yeah, I think they will talk about characters when the actors aren't there. Like I think they mentioned Marjorie Kershaw, who is uh, <laughs> Jessica McKenna playing this really hapless like a uh, national park ranger who always wants to go to like the big park. She's like, I want to work at Yellowstone. Oh boy. I hope I make it up to the big leagues like Yellowstone. And instead yeah. they keep sending her to like every, that's like you were sent to the most obscure park way up in Alaska. You sent to dry Tortugas, which isn't a park. It's just like a historic <laughs> fort in the Ke Florida Keys. And yeah. I think she was last stationed at the, the St. Louis arch. That is part ah. of the national park service. And she was there like during uh, COVID where she's like, yeah, we've got the arch, but nobody can actually go up inside the little elevator to the top. Uh, <laughs> you just look at it from the outside. <laughs> everywhere she goes, she's like, it's, it's she never makes it up to the big leagues of Yellowstone. She keeps working on it. So, yeah, the characters are uh, they're all so silly, but sometimes they're also really sincere, like Marjorie, where they do have some sort of a plight and you, you do yep. become fond of them. Like, I'm rooting for her. I hope she yeah. gets there. Yeah. If you are intrigued by comedy, bang, bang, the I think the backlogs are all behind a, a paywall. You can become like a mm -hmm. member and, and get like access to the pay backlogs and like all of these different bonus episodes. I've really been meaning to do it. Uh, but at the end of every year. Scott Ackerman and Paul F. Tompkins host a best of and they host it just as themselves like they're not playing characters. Paul's not playing a character. This is the only time he appears on Comedy Bang Bang as himself and they just talk as themselves and they give you the behind the scenes info as oh this is what was cool. happening this day. These two guys came in. All they knew is that their characters were brothers and then they figured the rest out on air and they give you um, these good solid like 10 minute clips from like the top 15 episodes that the the fans vote on at the end of the year and That's i think cool. those episodes always stay out of the paywall like you can always go back and listen to those i think it's an interesting way to do like a clip show kind of mm -hmm. thing which i know can be a hit or miss with most people i think it's a good thing to have for a like yeah here's a best of and a bunch of behind the scenes info yeah. on all of that stuff Rather than just like, it's episode 500, here's a clip show, so we could take the week off, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's neat. I I, I enjoy, enjoyed it. I thought this was a lot of fun. The last observation that I want to make about uh -huh. all three shows, less about content on the shows, but just an interesting thing that, like, I feel kind of like slightly vindicated of like, ah, yes, I knew that was a smart idea. Uh, one that I have, I've not done on these shows. None of them were numbered. Oh, it's not like episode 592 of comedy. Bang, bang. It was, it was just the one that was out. They just, they only listed the title. Um, uh, I, I can see some numbers in my podcast app, but yeah, it uh, may vary depending on you, on your app presentation. It, if you were curious, that was episode 770 of Comedy Bang Bang. Uh, yeah, it, it, it might be the app itself that is just keeping track of, of you know, how many there are in there. Uh, but yeah, that was something I noticed and I've thought about for our podcast. And I decided to 
take them out in certain cases or like put the episode number like in the description rather yeah. than yes. uh than stuff like that cuz yeah i i don't want the episode 700 to scare people off and be like oh man i have to go listen to 700 episodes to know what's happening here which is most likely not the case right you can just right. jump in on that one and you'll probably be fine um, yeah, the, you can hear us talk about season five of Fringe, just knowing the previous four seasons of Fringe. You don't also need to know about when we watch The Leftovers. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Uh, or, or even uh, like on the crossplay or or here. Like, yes, this is number 202, but yeah. you don't need to go listen to the no. other 201 right. to figure out like, oh, so who is Melissa really? We we um, have very clearly defined characters, you and I. Indeed. Indeed. It was interesting to hear the differences between the podcasts that we listen to. Like, I go for really comedic stuff. And you know, Comedy Bang Bang is just pure nonsense. And, like, Podcast Ride is... I do learn a lot about theme parks. The Blank Check's been really enlightening about film. Like, they are informational podcasts, but they are also... Uh, wacky. This this uh blank check since they had like a guest on, and it's like truly a guest and not like one of their friends who like is on the show like you know, sure. once a year or whatever who they are more casual with. Since it was like somebody new, it was a more like it meandered, but it never went off the rails. The blank check can be such a silly show. <laughs> you didn't even get to the parts where they name off all of the nicknames they have for their producer. <laughs> like every time they do a new series, they give him a new nickname That's based funny. on like the mini series. <laughs> like his name is Ben Hosley. So like they'll, um, God, um, oh God, I'd have to look ben up. Uh, now I'm right. No, well, they, they've got all these. <laughs> exactly. It's stuff like that. Like there's a pun on his name for every, every different directorial series. So now it's been collecting and collecting and snowballing to where he's got like 30 nicknames. And like at least once, like every couple weeks or something, Griffin will insist on reading through every once nickname yeah, that's that has been collecting. Funny. Right. So that's like, cool. that's good. Like these are podcasts where I can learn things for real, but it's just real goofy company. And yours also had some element of that, but they they were like news updates. Yes, these are things that seem thing like about- you listen to to like fill you in on the world. So that's the thing about Waypoint Radio is that, like I said, you listen to two that were a little more atypical. Uh, but that is also something I go to Waypoint Radio for is just to hear like the weird anecdotal comedic stories about their lives or the way they think when they ask, like, yeah, do you like pineapple on pizza? Like that, like when Rob Zachney gets really into like, oh, should I get into like making my own coffee to the point where like I'm buying mineral deposits and stuff <laughs> like that and like talks about that on the show and the research he's put into that stuff. And then just to hear the uh, other hosts just be like, oh, no, Rob, like you, 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 you can't spend that much money just for a single cup of coffee. <laughs> and, uh. and, and then just to see how those stories progress 
progress yeah. of like a month down the road. So when he's like, so I bought the minerals for this thing, but oh here's what happened. Yes, I love right? this stuff. Like, yeah, that is like I, that is one of the things that like keeps me coming back to that show because it's mm. so good. It's so funny. And yeah, it does kind of like build up this lore yes. and these characters um, that are <laughs> in there. So, yeah. That's why I am on uh, two tiers of the podcast, The Ride Patreon. I need to hear everything that these guys record because they are th- they're like such well-defined characters they've all got their traits like uh jason is the treat boy like he eats all of this junk food and once he made a comment about how he wasn't feeling well one day and he's like oh this is because i had a banana when i woke up and the other guys keep razzing him like exactly what i was thinking like oh he must add a salad or something (laughs) exactly they're like a banana your stomach can't handle a banana first thing in the morning and he's like well i can have it if i've got like something else in there but yeah i can't have just a banana and they're like jason you eat like a hot dog every day right and like mike is really into action figures and he's always talking about getting like the deals on action figures and how there'll be like a limited pre-sale that he's like they're like he has to like do it like the second it's available to get this limited edition Leonardo from the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> uh, Mike, let me let let me say here. I Ex- have my Street Shark action figures. I have Power Rangers action figures you, still in the box. You, All of that I stuff. feel like you. <laughs> I know you don't know a lot about theme parks, but you could learn. I feel like you you would vibe with the podcast. The ride boys. I, uh, yeah, I I do have to say that I think of the three, that one was the one that is, I think, one that I would listen to, mm. even though I'm not really into theme parks like that. Just seems like I like it seems like we would all get along. Right. Yes. I, I met all three of those guys in person. I have photos of the three of them. They're so nice. That's cool. That's good. I, I'm really happy that they're they're there for me uh, twice a week now with without well, even with, and like even if they take a week off on the main feed, like maybe there'll be a Patreon episode or I can go back and listen to an episode from like four years ago. Like, yeah, even the most mundane stuff like, yeah, I do want to listen to them and Nick Weiger talk about a parking garage. I'd love that. For sure. For sure. <laughs> well, we have no parking garages to talk about. Uh, so I say we wrap up the show right there. Yeah, uh, this was we, a good discussion. I'm happy we tried this experiment. It was. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, there's a bunch of pop culture news that I guess we will discuss next week. Uh, we will do some catch up on all of that stuff. Uh, but yeah, this, this has been a good one. This has been a fun one. I'm glad we got to do this. Melissa, where can the people find you on the Internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities. This is a show I do with my brother Jams where we talk about weird old kid shows you feel like only you remember. Dan, it's something where I guess you can learn, but mostly it's just very silly. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Good fun. Uh, you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer. Uh, If you want to stay up to date with all the stuff that we do at The Whatnots, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. Go like, share, subscribe, do all of that stuff that would help us out a ton. Uh, Maybe go share this. Go go switch our podcast with someone else that you know. That'd be fun. 
Uh, this has been number 202 of the Captain's Law.